Hello, and welcome to Building Your T-Shirt Empire. This is episode two, From Cotton to Customer, or How I Learned to Accept They Make T-Shirts in China. My name is Cole Lundstrom, and the purpose of this podcast is to help anyone looking to make money in the t-shirt slash apparel industry. Brands, bands, or businesses, it doesn't really matter. I just want to help you out. A little about myself, I have a 10-year-old dog named Emma that still thinks she's a puppy. I love mac and cheese, and I haven't actually bought a t-shirt in nine years. This episode is sponsored by Shirt Agency. Visit shirtagency.com to learn how Shirt Agency can create beautiful custom apparel for your business and ship it directly to your customers. Okay, so this episode is all about how it really happens. We're going to go all the way from a cotton field in India to a final finished product that you can sell for 20 bucks on a website. T-shirts are durable, classic, they're versatile garments, but the life of a t-shirt begins in a cotton field found somewhere in the U.S. or India. They're typically made of 100% cotton, but can be found in polyester or polyester blends, And before a t-shirt is stocked at your favorite retailer, it goes through a lot of processes. Step one, field to gin. The cotton balls are put into a gin where the usable cotton is mechanically separated from the seeds and the shaft. Modern cotton gins use multiple powered cleaning cylinders and saws, which leads to higher productivity and less labor intensive work. Next step, they go from the spinner to the loom. The fabric is treated with heat and chemicals where it takes on its final touch and appearance. Examples of this might include bleaching, printing, and dyeing. At this stage, the fabric goes through inspection for gray textile. This process is typically divided into three separate stages of preparation, coloration, and finishing. Fabrics are finished to the desired softness and coloring. Okay, are you still with me? We're about to get to a step that's a little bit more exciting. It's time to talk about cut and sew. Oftentimes, the finished fabric travels thousands of miles to its next stop, the sewing facility. 15% of all of the fabric that has just been created is going to end up on the cutting room floor as sewers start to cut, shape, and sew cotton into an actual garment. So, fast forward a few bloody fingers later, All of a sudden, you have a finished garment. At this point, it probably travels another few thousand miles to your local screen printing facility. Now, my preference for your screen printing facility would be shirtagency.com, but that's only because they are the sponsor. It's also because they may or may not be the best printing and fulfillment facility in America. But let's get beyond that. So at this point, I would guess that most of you come into the picture. So the customer or the brand creating the product contacts the screen printing facility to finalize all the design specifics. At this stage, Pantone colors, sizing, and ink types are all confirmed. Each color in the artwork is separated and printed onto a clear film or done with a direct-to-screen technology. This is called a film positive. The purpose of these films is to block out the light from the areas of the screen that you want to rinse out. Screens are basically nothing more than fancy stencils. So what will happen is the films are used to expose the image onto mesh screens that have a photosensitive emotion. Each screen is exposed on a vacuum sealed UV light table. 
The screens are then rinsed with water and the images are checked for accuracy. The screens are registered into place on an automatic screen press that can print up to 900 shirts per hour. Each screen has a unique color loaded into it with either plastisol or water-based ink. It's these colors that are going to blend together to create the full final image. During the last stage, the printed t-shirts are folded, sorted, and placed into inventory. When an order is placed online, that t-shirt is ultimately pulled from inventory, packed, and shipped to the final customer. After traveling, oh, only about 5,000 miles. Okay, so let's get into a little bit more of the details. I'll be honest with you, I was reading a script for a good chunk of that first part. At this point, though, in the screen printing world, I think I know how it works. So, you basically have a few options. You can go the sublimation route, which is going to be only on polyester garments. That process is a process in which you digitally print onto a transfer sheet, which is then, either with a hot roller or with a heat press, pressed into the polyester. And that image typically is a little bit more on the faded side. It works really great on items like socks, leggings, or if you've ever been to like Forever 21 and seen a giant lion printed on the entire t-shirt, that's sublimation. In small quantities, sublimation is not cost effective, but in bulk orders, it's amazing. And you can do full color digital images, but like I said, you're probably ordering about 10,000 of them if you're trying to get them cheap. Your next option is direct to garment or DTG or digital printing, however you want to read it online. This is definitely the groundbreaking technology for most people in the printing world. Somewhere around 2010, DTG became something you could actually like sell to people. Uh, currently, DTG is still crazy slow. Um, the manufacturers of the machines have to have the item pre-treated. That pre-treatment then has to be dried. Once it is dried, then the garment is ready to be printed, and the garment can be printed at a little bit slower speed than your common personal inkjet printer. Um, it's going to be laying down a base of white and then placing a water-based ink on top of it. The images can look amazing, with some of the machines going as high as 1200 DPI, but because of the slowness, you can find yourself, in a, even in a professional shop, running about 20 shirts per hour on a DTG machine. This means that it's great for on-demand fulfillment, and it's great for small brands doing sampling or who need to test something out online without taking on inventory risks. The problem is those same pieces of artwork, in the event that you sell 5,000 of them, become a challenge to mass produce. And that is where Big Poppy comes in, and Big Poppy's name is screen printing. Screen printing is far and away the absolute most widespread way for people to put graphics on apparel. Screen printing has been around kind of forever. Uh, there's been a form of it all the way back to the 1920s. Modern day screen printing is often done on automatic presses unless it's a dude in a garage. If you are a dude in a garage and you're listening to this, man, that's rough. It's, it's rough. But if you're going to do any sort of run beyond 50 shirts for a local soccer team, you have to put it on an automatic press. Now, the automatic presses are manufactured by only about five or six companies. 
the biggest being probably MNR. There definitely is a range in quality in the machines, but when it really comes down to it, every automatic press is going to give you a level of consistency that some guy working on a manual press simply cannot achieve. So if we focus on screen printing for a second, what we're going to realize very quickly is that it has an obvious limitation. And that is that every single color added into the artwork is going to increase the cost of the production. This is purely because the people printing the job have to make more screens. More screens means more setup, more registration, more labor cost, and all of these things kind of smash together into an industry that has basically decided to put out a whole bunch of one and two color designs. The biggest people in the industry, whether they're Diamond or Nike or country music t-shirts that you're buying at a local concert, if you really look at them, the guys making a ton of money with a ton of sales, they're limiting their colors to one colors, two colors. And that's because if you're ordering more than a thousand pieces, you can get your print cost down to 80 cents, 70 cents. It's all very attainable if it's done in bulk quantities and the art is ridiculously simple. If you were to set up a nine color job, an unbelievably gorgeous piece of artwork that is a masterpiece on a computer screen, you could be looking at, with a really good screen printer doing the registration, about 45 minutes of press setup. You're looking at another, I don't know, half hour or so of nothing but uh, screen prep. And then before that, the designer who's doing all of the art separations, an hour making the separations actually look like the original artwork. Whereas if you can just print the band's name on the front of the tee and you notice that you sell the exact same amount, you can cut your cost so substantially that it's almost silly to commit to the overly complicated jobs. Now don't get me wrong, I love pretty artwork the same as everyone else. I think that a well-done graphic on the front of a t-shirt is, in a way, invaluable. It's definitely worth more than the graphic designer got paid. But the biggest mistake that I'm seeing in small companies is that on day one, they're blowing way too much cash up front on overly complicated pieces of art. We have seen companies come in with some of the most simple ideas that they want to print in black ink, and they decimate. They can keep their price point low, they worry about nothing but marketing, and they've thought about their audience. We then have seen very talented artists come into several of the printing shops that I've worked at. What happens is they present us with what we like to call a nightmare job. These nightmare jobs can be extremely complicated, and to be honest, no matter what, screen printing is not an HD monitor. And so when you compare a perfect piece of design with a screen print done in halftones, even if those halftones are as high as 80 dpi, it's just not the same thing. These same customers often have a problem with blatantly marketing and pushing the business to where it needs to be so that they can move the products that they've just produced out the door. So, while I love great art, I feel like great art 
is something that should be done by people who have already figured out the business end of things. If you can put a swoosh and the words just do it and become a billion dollar company, why try so hard? It sounds callous, but I just feel like from my experience, it's been a pretty clear differentiator and it comes down to your cost of production. But fear not totally obsessive artists. You're gonna be fine because as I mentioned earlier, DTG is coming to save us all from the bane of screen printing. Now, like I said, your cost per unit, far higher. The speed in which the t-shirts can be produced, far slower. But the internet exists. And what's happened in e-commerce is that a lot of businesses, even million dollar a year t-shirt businesses, are only actually selling anywhere from 10 to 200 t-shirts in any given day. Now, most printing and fulfillment facilities can handle that pretty easily, even if it is 100% DTG. And if you find yourself with that piece of artwork that is just completely insane, switch it over to the digital side and then hold no inventory. What you can do when you're holding no inventory is simply sync your Shopify or whatever account with the fulfillment. And what they're going to do is print your t-shirts only when the order comes in. So while you may make much less on each t-shirt, you're a happy camper because you're presenting the best art to your customer. There's so many other tiny little nuances that we can go into at some later date. But I feel like now we've gotten to the point where we're somewhere around 15 minutes, and that's good. So I want to thank you so much once again for tuning in. I know that you've been a loyal follower for a long time because this was episode two. I want to thank my sponsor, ShirtAgency.com. ShirtAgency.com can handle all of your printing and fulfillment, and that's just how it is. So definitely check them out. All right. Bye.